You are listening to Her Time to Retire, a podcast dedicated to helping women gain the knowledge, confidence, and support they need to achieve financial success and emotional fulfillment when planning for retirement. If you are ready to finally take charge of your financial life, then keep listening. Your hosts are Glenn Price and Jonathan Scott founders of Keystone Financial Resources in Brentwood, Tennessee. Both men specialize in crafting individualized retirement plans for women and have a passion for helping women discover and achieve their retirement goals. Glenn is a husband and father of four who was taught early in life through his relationship with his grandmother how a woman can not only take charge of her own destiny, but also positively influence the lives of her family and friends that surround her. Jonathan, husband and father of three, attributes his own success to the strong women in his life, including his wife Brooke and his mother Suzanne. Both men together want to help more women live out their dreams in retirement. As always, if you have retirement questions, their phone lines are open at 615-661-9554, or you can visit their website to browse information, view upcoming events, or subscribe to the Her Time to Retire weekly newsletter. Just visit www.keystonefinancialresources.com. Now relax and enjoy the conversation. Welcome to Her Time to Retire. I'm Dylan Woodruff, your host today. I'm a certified financial planner an advisor here at Keystone. And really, uh, this podcast was created to have women at the top of their field, the top of their game, on to share their insight and wisdom to our listeners. And today, we're extremely excited uh, about our guest, Tammy Osborne. Now, a little bit about Tammy. Uh, I'm going to read this so I don't miss anything. She has a very <laughs> impressive uh, background in what she's been able to accomplish this far in her life. Tammy Osborne is an experienced small business owner, established healthcare executive with a passion for equipping others to succeed. Tammy has 29 years of experience in healthcare as a technology executive leader, EHR slash EMR consultant, clinician, and enterprise program director. In 2012, noticing a need for additional support for healthcare organizations as they implement and adopt new technology, Tammy founded Bridgemore IT Consulting, where she continues to lead as CEO. In 2020, Tammy saw a new opportunity to support other working women in her community by providing a co-working and event space. In response, she founded the Sapphire Suite, a luxe co-working environment where women can focus, grow, socialize, and exhale in the midst of their busy professional and personal lives. With her extensive leadership experience, her career-long focus on innovation, and her commitment to collaboration, Tammy is uniquely equipped to build a space that not only helps women be productive, but also provides the support and community they need to feel confident going after their dreams. So, wow, so like I said, uh, very impressive uh, what you've been able to do. Uh, just reading that little bit of people that don't know you just by that, a real go-getter. Uh, not afraid to chase after what you want. So tell us a little bit more about your story and how it is that you're here today. Well, um, I am a nurse by background, and after 13 years of you know patient care nursing, I'm working in a range of fields, doing a lot of things, but just regretted not going into technology, had a love for that, and decided to make that transition and started um, pursuing, you know, a position in that field and luckily landed one with McKesson, which at the time was the largest, you know, EHR provider and 
had an opportunity, had some lengthy conversations with husband and had a, um, made the decision to, to pursue that and travel around all over the country helping hospitals and helping uh, physicians especially. That's really where my passion lies is with physicians and executive leadership when they're doing new projects and understanding the impacts that it's going to have on the hospitals uh, in terms of operations, in terms of patient care, in terms of you know clinician satisfaction and provider satisfaction and helping them sort of navigate that um, technology and then... Right, and so your pat well nurse by trade and passion for technology and so what was it that then prompted you to want to go to this sapphire suite first tell us a little bit about what it is okay and then how you made that transition sure. you've been it now why take on this new adventure okay so what the sapphire suite is is it is a place for women of williamson county and the surrounding area um, whether they're a mom, whether they're a business owner, whether they're maybe their business, like I said, is just running the house. Um, but it is a place for them to come together where they can be comfortable. We have a very uh, luxe type feel. It's more like a home setting, um, even though it has that professional setting as well. So the goal was to give them a place where they can come, be productive, be surrounded by other women. We have a lot of amenities that make things efficient for them. You know, that came about just as, as an IT executive on the road all the time. COVID hit, was trying to do a lot of that from behind the computer screen. And, and what I do in large project management and executive consulting, it's all based on relationship management. And that is so hard to do from behind the computer screen. Mm -hmm. And so when COVID hit, uh, and as a solo business owner, I thought, well, if I'm in this position, so are others. Mm -hmm. And... Well, took it from there <laughs> and so uh for those a of few you listening steps in between, but. yeah for those of you listening this is uh sapphire suite has what we're almost two months in now yeah. so we're almost two months in yeah so almost two months in um, but this really started in the middle of covid you saw a need uh, being stuck at home you said the the house the walls started coming in yep. space getting smaller so you needed somewhere to go and work and during that time you saw an ad uh, for a space like this um, and so talk about from the time you saw that, the steps that you uh, then you know, sure. started to do and to where you are now with the Sapphire Suite. Okay. So first step was reached out to the other space, went mm -hmm. down for a visit in Buckhead, okay. spent the day with them. She was, you know, as another female business owner, willing to help, support, shared lessons learned, um, drove back from Atlanta and all the way back, started thinking about commercial space in Franklin. Um, that probably proved to be the biggest challenge, but started working on finding uh, commercial space and finally found a location and then worked with an architect to, because it was a complete build out, drafted out that layout in my head and then working with the architect to get that um, down on paper to something that the city of Franklin would approve. <laughs> and uh, we've had a general contractor come in and so we started construction and yeah. negotiated the lease and... So with this, so obviously you really have always seen a, a need or a passion, whatever it's been in your life, and you seem to be the type of person that immediately starts to put you know, an action or plan an action and then pursue that. Where did that work ethic come from? Who instilled those values in you? Um, both parents, really, in terms of, you know, I never was, I've always had that belief that if there's something that I want to do, I can do it. I'll figure it out. Right. And if I can, I'll ask somebody. You know, I, I just don't tell me that I can't do it. Um, right. If it's something that I want to do and something I believe in and set my mind to, 
just figure it out. You know, you just keep plugging away until you until you figure it out. Right. And so, um, never really thought I can't do this. It was more the thought of why not me? Mm-hmm. You know, someone's going to do this. Why not me? Why right. why can't I do it? Um, and I watched both of my well, all all four of my parents. Um, you know, I, mom, dad, stepmom, stepdad. Mm-hmm. Never really, you know. Gave you the impression that you couldn't do anything, right. you know, in terms of, I mean, we're always very supportive. I always knew they were proud. Um, but, yeah, I think it was just, I grew up in a really small town yeah. and well, was determined not to stay there. <laughs> right. So, yeah. And um, so you said, you know, um, one thing that stuck out, if I didn't have the answers or didn't know exactly how to do it, I was going to find someone who did. And so uh, what has that looked like through your successes? Um do you have coaches and mentors or kind of self-research? Who do you rely on um, for your inspiration okay. and uh, knowledge on these areas that you might not necessarily be an expert in? Sure. Um, I think it's both. I'm not afraid to go out there and research it and, you know, um, figure out what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've also been very blessed to be surrounded with wonderful people in my career. I've had, you know, CNOs in the, in the healthcare setting that were in extremely supportive and you know that I still en- enjoy a great relationship with today and we mentor each other kind of back and mm-hmm. forth now. Um, and then as I transitioned into the IT world, I had uh, a CIO who was very supportive and that, along that same mentality of there's nothing that you can't do and mm-hmm. you know anything's possible, we just need to figure out how. Mm-hmm. Um, and just other executives that I have been around um, you know, I've always felt like my husband was a great leader as well. He had a lot of leadership experience right. and leadership advice, but um, just really been very fortunate to be around yeah. great leaders. Um, and then I know you're also involved in um, Tennessee Women Connect. Mm-hmm. And so has that had a, uh, a part in this as far as, you know, seeing the amount of women in business, especially in the Nashville area? Was that a another... Uh, deciding factor when you were you know, looking at this space. We need somewhere just because of the amount of women in business in our area. Right. Um, yes, Tennessee Women Connect, Lucy Miller, awesome organization that she has put together to give women an opportunity to network and, um, you know, would strongly encourage people to check that out. But what started out as a way for me as a business owner and a female who had been out of the community for so many years because my community was out on the road Mm -hmm. um, every week for the last 10 or 11 years. And so that was a great way for me to then start to get to know women here in the Franklin Williamson County uh, business scene. Mm And so started attending those events, you know, kind of as they were coming out of COVID and Lucy was starting to have those events. And really, you know, there's so much going on in Nashville with women in business and there's a big spotlight on that. And the thing that kept coming home to me during those during those networking events with Tennessee Women Connect is there are some amazing businesswomen right here in Franklin, Brentwood, Thompson Station, Mm -hmm. just this Williamson County area. And where do we go, you know, and where do we go to support one another and not just women in business, but small business owners, you know, that are coming out of COVID and we don't have a brick and mortar. So we don't have a place on a regular basis to have a client meeting or an employee meeting. We need a space. And if I'm feeling this, others must be feeling this, but um, great organization, which helped me start to really see uh, that women in business with the chamber, um, just how many women in business there are here in the Franklin area. Um, we've hit on it a little bit earlier you know, with your success, you're still the CEO of Bridgemore IT Consulting. So um, 
very successful already. So what motivated you to take on yet another adventure outside <laughs> of, you know, why, um, when do you say, you know, enough is enough, I have enough on my plate, or what motivates you to keep on going and adding these things? Um, you know, family motivates me a lot. Okay. Um, and, you know, I have an operations manager uh, in, okay. in Cincinnati who, who really does an awesome job uh, with Bridgemore. And, you know, I joke and say I just sign the paychecks and deal with like HR issues. But um, she does a great job at that. And so that really frees me up okay. uh, to do a lot of this. And so for me, the difference was I'm either going to be engaged full time with a client or I'm going to be building this business. And so the, the vision was really to build this business, get it off the ground, and then do health, continue to do healthcare right. IT executive consulting, okay. which I still do and work with some clients. But okay. um, I never really stopped and thought, I can't manage both. Um, right. It was just looking at the next five to 10 years and where, where, are, where is one, where could the other one potentially be? Mm -hmm. and. There are a lot of multi-business owners out there. Yeah. Again, why not me? Why can't I do Absolutely. it? If they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but family. Uh, speaking on family, um, so starting out with the IT, you said you were traveling, traveling constantly for that first year, stopped, and then we're back on the road. And now with you know, this new business, how have you been able to balance both business and family? And what advice would you give to women who are struggling with that? Well, mine are older now, so they're 20, about to be 19 and 17, and so obviously that makes it a little easier. They have a little more freedom and, you know, a little more flexibility mm -hmm. and, and about to be an empty nester, you know, here in another year or so. But I think you just, you have to have those conversations with your kids. I think you also have to realize, like, for example, my daughter, mm -hmm. she sees me as a hardworking female running her own business has that I can do it mentality. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's important. Do I have a lot of regrets about some missed events when they were growing up? Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's a, mom guilt is a, is a very real thing for moms mm -hmm. at work. Um, but I also think that you, I think your kids observe more than you realize mm -hmm. and value it. Right. Um, now, are you starting to see uh, in your daughter some of you and her with that go-getter <laughs> attitude um, oh. with how she is. I moved her into the sorority house last week. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely some of me okay. in there. But, you know, I've also involved them in this business. Mm -hmm. I had her doing some graphic designs for me. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, you asked my son, he's put together a lot of chairs and tables and uh, much, you know, not mm -hmm. always thrilled about it. But just having them involved in it, um, being present when you are there and you know we all are in this day and age we're all balancing technology and you know being present when you're with them but really trying to take opportunities to do big things with them mm -hmm. also like special occasion you know the, the things that we celebrate and the things that we do to celebrate the big occasions um, you know making those very meaningful and always being available as mm -hmm. far as by text you know they can always get me by text if I'm at work or now if they call it's a Right. You take the call, right. you know? but um, staying connected to them that way and knowing what's going on with them and that's, that changes, you know, mm -hmm. as, as depending on the stage of life that they're mm -hmm. in. Um, and as teenagers, a lot of times they prefer to communicate by text yeah, or, absolutely. you know, they don't necessarily <laughs> want to do the look, you know, right. the face-to-face -face thing. Yeah. Um, 
just kind of knowing what's always, you know, always going on with them and trying to balance it. And, you know, sometimes I do that really well and sometimes I don't do that really right. well. And, and then going back to the business side of it with this, the new Sapphire Suite, what did you, um, I guess, use from you know, Bridgemore Consulting, the experience you had there, maybe some challenges or things that you then used to um, help start this new Sapphire Suite were, uh, I guess more, were the, the challenges that you faced similar? Or was it a whole new set of challenges since it was a different industry with starting this new business? Whole new set of challenges. Okay. Um, you know, the healthcare IT space is something that, again, I'm always very comfortable in that arena because it's something that I am very passionate mm -hmm. about and have loved that and, has, you know, has just been a part of me forever, it feels like. So that was a very natural um, and relationship management and getting clients through relationship management. So that's probably the common thread as mm -hmm. far as the relationship management being the key, you know, to getting clients, getting business, going after business, marketing yourself, marketing what you're offering. That I think is probably the common thread. Mm -hmm. um, what I do in the healthcare IT world as far as staffing consultants and providing resources to, to large groups. Um, for example, we're on the Department of Defense project. I have projects on that. So we're a small business partner on that with Cerner. Gotcha and Lidos. And so that is very different than all of a sudden I'm in the membership management and venue and event bookings and f feel like I'm in the hospitality industry some days. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it is a different audience. It's a different demographic. Right. Now I know you're big on relationships. So with this uh, new business, the Sapphire Suite, have you been able to you know, build relationships or is it more of kind of hands off with it, with your members that come in? Are you really trying to connect and build those relationships with each member that you know, does come into the Sapphire Suite? I'm very hands on. Okay. And that is that was part of the vision mm -hmm. you know, when I thought about this is I want to grow it as a community. I don't want to grow it as just a space where women come in and sit down and work. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to say um, or recognize a need through conversations and building relationships with them so that I can connect them with another business owner yeah. who can help them meet that need or help mentor yeah. them or that they can potentially mentor. And that's where we start to build that community of women. So I'm very hands-on and in the Sapphire Suite every day, knowing who comes in and out, having conversations with them or having coffee with them, talking about their business with them, getting to know them. Um, and understanding what their challenges yeah. are and how we can support them. Yeah, there. that's uh, very similar to you know, our story, with, especially while we started this podcast, because we realized a lot of our clients uh, were women. And of those women, a lot were successful business owners or in business. And they would come in saying, these are the problems I'm facing. Well, we just met with someone else that may have the solution to that. So being able to connect them, and it, it's really... Uh, been a, a great benefit uh, to them and then in return to us. So it is just amazing. Women more so than men because, mm -hmm. you know, we've had men clients who, you know, years into it, oh, I had no idea they did this right. or that. They're just not, um, you know, women really connect and really supportive of each other. And uh, sometimes men, it's uh, the ego and thing mm -hmm. of, you know, uh, I want to figure this out on my own. And I want to be the one to accomplish this where, you know, with you really wanting to be able to pour in and help in any way you can, mm -hmm. this isn't what I've done. This is what we've done. And so, um, I really amend you for that. It's a, a great thing there. And so, um, it happens very organically mm -hmm. with women also, yeah. like we can have 20 women in there and everybody can be working individually. 
and then someone will go over to get a cup of coffee and someone else will go over to get a cup of coffee and all of a sudden there's a conversation at the island or around the island and then a couple more are joining in and then they, they move over to the to the seating area or the couches and more of the the comfortable area and you just kind of it's fun to stand back and just to watch that right. happen um, and we have some phenomenal members who have a range of skill sets and a range of businesses and so there's pretty much always someone that you can connect them with. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with QuickBooks or I'm struggling with, you know, right. it's like, oh, let me introduce you to Carissa. She has a, you know, she's a CPA and she has a consulting agency. Let me introduce you to her. She's been great for me. Um, she's normally in on Tuesdays. Yeah. Let me connect you with her. And then they, you know, it's organic. Another question, uh, as someone, uh, a woman starting, or maybe starting to think about opening or going out on her own, an entrepreneur, or just uh, women in business in general, what advice would you have as they go through this world? What are the things that you've kind of picked up along the way that uh, really have been beneficial to you? Gosh, that would be a couple of things. You know, one, somebody told me a long time ago is do not take no until you get to the person who has the ability to tell you yes. Uh, and the other thing would be probably, you know, don't quit. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. I mean, if it's something that you really believe in, starting with believing in yourself, that you can do it. Um, I'll be smart, you know, about it as far as risk and those types right. of things. But if it's something that you really believe in, do not give up. Do not quit. Yeah. Just keep getting after it and surround yourself with those that support your vision, that understand your vision, and that support your vision, but more importantly, that support you. Um, because that is where your motivation is gonna come from. Uh, once you put it out there, and it took me a while, it took me several months, I think, I think the first time I really put this out there was at a Tennessee Women Connect like yeah. live conference that Lucy did, which she's getting ready to do another one, by the yeah. way, coming up in October. But um, really saying that on stage for the first time, mm -hmm. then it's out there, but yeah. the biggest thing would be surround yourself with, with people that support you. Yeah. And then one more, I guess, about a question about you is, uh, do you have any uh, specific things you do to invest in yourself that way? Every morning when you wake up, you know this is the best Tammy that I can be. <laughs> is there anything that you would do that have really helped uh, keep you sharp and, and going um, in that sense? You know, I think it's, for me, I, clearly I'm an extrovert. And so for me, I'm not the one that gets up at five o'clock and sits down and, you know, for me, it's, it's the connections and the relationships. I think that's where my energy comes from is, mm -hmm. um, you know, when I get up and think about the day and kind of all the things that are taking place each day and, and just the, the great people that are coming through the Sapphire Suite or, you know, if I'm talking with a potential healthcare IT client or, uh, those types of things or something's going on with family to me it's really about the day-to-day -day life part of it as far as uh, that's where my energy comes from that's how I pour myself you know or pour mm -hmm. back into myself um, and from a professional standpoint in terms of being a part of mastermind groups uh, like you know I'm part of brain trust in Nashville and then I've just recently started another you know group with just incredible women around the table and you know as a peer group an accountability group 
um, mentors. You know, there are times in, at that table that I'm the mentor and at times I'm, you know, I'm a student. Right. And so that's a great, that's really, I think, where I invest in myself is looking for the right people mm-hmm. to partner with, to, um, you know, to grow with and to learn from. Uh, that's really where, for me, uh, where I feel like I'm investing in myself is putting the time and energy into those, those connections and those relationships. And you've done just that at the Sapphire Sapphire Suite, correct? It's not just a uh, a workspace. You also have groups just like this that you're hosting um, to really be able to pour in your women, like you said, in turn you even or the student at times. So uh, if you would just hit a little bit on that, just it's sure. not just this workspace, but what you've created it is. Uh, in addition to that. It is. So the goal is, it is a venue that, you know, people can rent, so that it is available to the public. We are membership-based as far as the co-working space itself, where women have, that are members have unlimited access to the co-working side from 7.30 to 5, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. The space is available after hours for private events, special program, uh, programming events, those types of things where people rent the space, have their mm-hmm. own event. Um, we are also doing some some events that we will host and put on uh, a range of professional development events, uh, some small business series. Uh, we have Dave Hardy, Team Logic IT, coming in in a few weeks to talk about cybersecurity and keeping your small business safe. Uh, we have an HR consultant know your worth when you're mm-hmm. negotiating salary strategies or when strategies to negotiate right. salary. Uh, so those types of professional development events. We're also doing some social events or health and wellness events. Uh, tonight we have a huge event uh, that, uh, that uh, Michelle is doing uh, with the Beauty Boost Nashville. That's a part social event, part health and wellness education event. Um, a group of women are doing a panel on health and wellness. So a range of social events personal and professional development events. That's awesome. Um, Before we close, and I'll give you a chance to um, let everyone know, our listeners, how to contact you, but I thought it was interesting, the the name of Sapphire Suite, if you would just spend a minute of how that came about, the inspiration there. Sure. So originally I was going to call it Diana's Place. Um, I feel like Princess Diana was one of the most iconic women in my time, and um, and the reason I, I say that is because I look at her as she was a wife, a mother, a philanthropist, uh, a businesswoman, you know, later became a single mom, a divorcee. So she kind of touched all, you know, areas uh, for a woman and always did it with such grace, you know, and yeah. dignity. I felt that was my, my perspective and then really started looking at that and just one thing led to another and one conversation led to another and sort of what was she known for her you know her her sapphire jewelry and we started looking at the qualities of the sapphire or the meaning behind the sapphire stone and you know things like wisdom and loyalty and abundance and really just that that go get it sort of mentality mm-hmm. and and lifting others up and support and thought okay well this is sort of symbolic for the type of woman that we would see being a member at the Sapphire Suite or being a part of this community that we're building. And uh, I think someone in marketing said, well, you have to have the double letters or you have to, you know, it has to. And so penciled on a napkin, you know, uh, the Sapphire Suite. And so nothing fantastic. Big big story. there. (laughs) That was kind of how it happened. Um, And so if you would just let our listeners know if they are interested in the Sapphire Suite and connecting 
with you? Where can they find you, follow you? Okay. So um, location, we are located at 1201 Liberty Pike. We're in Suite 229. So um, we are right over. Uh, I'll, I'll share this just when I first would tell about the suite and we're opening this Lux co-working space and people would say, where are you located? And I would have a really hard time saying it with a straight face that oh, well, we're located over Waldo's Chicken and Beer, but that is where we are located, <laughs> and Athenian Nail Salon and Spa, okay. but right on the corner of okay. Liberty and Carruthers. Uh, we're on the web at thesapphiresuite.com and Instagram at thesapphiresuite, pretty much all the standard, you know, yeah. uh, LinkedIn, okay. same thing, the Sapphire Suite, and yeah. we are starting to focus on LinkedIn a little bit, so go out and give us a follow there. Well, Tammy, uh, thank you so much for coming in, and it's been a real pleasure being able to pick your brain and uh, for you to be able to share your wisdom and insight that you've had. And again, a very uh, impressive background, and I don't see that slowing down for you just with that go-getter <laughs> attitude. So, again, oh, <laughs> again, thank you so much for taking the time thank out you, of Dylan. your busy day to be here. Thank you, Dylan. I appreciate it. And thank you to all the listeners today that tuned in. Uh, if you'd like, follow us on YouTube, or if you have questions for us here at Keystone, then feel free to give us a call or go to our website at Keystone Financial Resources. We'd be happy to help. And again, our desire here at Keystone is really to, to pour into those, whether it be your business, retirement, and not only help facilitate that plan, but really fight for you and challenge to live out that plan once it's been created. You have been listening to Her Time to Retire with Glenn Price and Jonathan Scott. Glenn and Jonathan would love to talk to you and answer any of your retirement questions. All listeners can take advantage of a free 15-minute consultation with Glenn and Jonathan, whether via a phone call, Zoom meeting, or in person. You can schedule your consultation by calling 615-661-9554 or by visiting our website at www.keystonefinancialresources.com. Thanks for listening. The opinions expressed by Keystone Financial Resources and guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, or BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Keystone Financial Resources are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.